1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all all NBA
0: warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Second round
2: is officially set, so it's... It's Suns Denver and Suns got the first win. Um, and it's Warriors Lakers. Yep, and that begins tomorrow on Monday in the East. You got Celtics, um, Celtics, Tuesday. Boston, huh?
3: Tuesday, Warriors, sorry. Lakers, Tuesday,
2: yes, mm-hmm. Warriors Lakers Tuesday. My bad. Um, it is Sunday today. You have um, Celtics-Philly and they play, I think, their game one tomorrow, right? Yeah. Or are they Tuesday as well? Me too. Or are they Tuesday as well? Let's see. Who's playing? T- yeah. Yeah, they have their game one tomorrow night. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have Knicks-Miami who played today and the Heat took that game one. So we already have some games already in some of these series. So... Game one of Warriors Lakers is on Tuesday. Right now, the Lakers are the underdogs in that series. Mm-hmm. So I think I saw they're like a, you know, I don't know anything about the betting, but I I think it's minus one sixty four. What that mean
3: for the for the Warriors?
2: Warriors open as minus one sixty four favorites to advance to the Western Conference Finals.
3: Yeah, it's like a slight favorite.
2: Slight favorite mm-hmm
3: okay yeah i mean and their their line for the first game is minus 4.5 so vegas expects them to win by f- like five points around that much um so we'll see
2: the lakers the lakers are gonna come in very rested they're gonna come in very rested right now steph is we know the best conditioned athlete in the league So I think he can handle it, but this would be great for like his teammates to kind of hold him down for this first game since, you know, they're going to be home. They're going to have, they're going to have the crowd behind them. And I feel like this is a chance I'm hoping for a redemption series for Jordan pool. That that's what Mm -hmm. I'm hoping for. He typically, granted this is like a new look Lakers, but he typically plays well against the lakers maybe some of the whole i'm i, I know if he's not seeing it he hears it cuz those dudes hear everything from social media so I, I i know he's hearing all the reeves talk and you know all of that kind of stuff so i don't want it to get into his head that he's making foolish mistakes but i'm hoping he could take that and use it to motivate him to you know get back to being jordan you know um mm-hmm. and so you know, this this should also be a better series for Dante. Like you said, it should be a better series for Kaminga. I think Moody has proven himself. I think he's worked himself in to the playoff rotation. So we thought we only had nine guys, and we have ten. Right. I imagine I imagine Joku is gonna get a second shot. I don't think he's benched for the rest of the playoffs, right? So you back to like, you know, um, um, Pool, GP two, Dante, Kaminga, Moody, you know, and 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 if they keep going and can make a deep run, you may even get Andre back.
3: Right. Yeah, they they're, they're in a decent spot right now. I definitely think I agree with you with the the role players and the younger guys having more of an opportunity. This team does not run as complex of actions as the Kings do. They do not know. The Warriors actions like the back of their hand, like Mike Brown does, Um, you know, you can scout and all that, but it's different when you've actually been on the staff. So I think I won't say this is an easier matchup, but it's a different type of matchup where um, more guys are playable uh, and, you know, going to have to lean into some of that youth to run the Lakers a little bit, especially off the second unit. Uh, And
2: yeah, I
3: like their chances.
2: And y'all got home court. Imagine finishing where they did and getting a home court round in the playoffs. That's incredible.
3: It's refreshing. (laughs) It's like, okay, you can breathe a little bit. Like you can't breathe, but it's like, it's different than going into another arena back to back to back to back. Like if they would had to go from Sacramento to LA, you know, that would have been a little bit different feeling than going right back up to the road um, to chase center first game off an amazing win hopefully they can take this momentum and just kind of push them into this series because like you said the Lakers going to be rested and they're going to try to punch them in the mouth game one so got to set the tone
2: sure no more feel out games <laughs> right i don't right. think ron trying to play that with with, with the warriors
3: right he, he he gonna try to go for it off the rip he got that rest in we're gonna see how it works on that foot. But yeah, I think we're gonna see a lot of Kamingo on LeBron.
2: Yeah. This not series. Wiggs.
3: Oh, Wiggs for sure. Wigs majority of the game, but I think Camingo gets some stints out there. Um Garden LeBron, Garden Rui. Um, and these guys are like, you know, very ball dominant, wing, power forward type players. So he should be able to, you know, hold his own against them. He's gonna to have to match their physicality, though, for sure. And that's going to be the swing factor, whether or not he gets a lot of minutes or a little bit, because if he can do that, then his athleticism should shine through, but he can't get killed on the boards. He can't get out hustled and all that type of stuff. So hopefully all the pep talks that Andre and Steph have been giving him on the sidelines after the games um, are hitting home because they're going to need him. They're going to need his size and athleticism next
2: round. So can you talk a little bit, Justin, about the guard matchups in this? Because, Mm -hmm. Lakers guards are sort
3: of food, yeah. They are food. We saw against the Grizzlies, they're food. <laughs> the Grizzlies don't even have like a ton of super skilled guards. Like they got Bane. Um, obviously Jaw's amazing, but he's not like he's not Steph. You know, um, Bane is pretty good, but he's not Clay. Uh, Kennard is okay. So I think, like you said, this could be a good series for Jordan to get his feet back under him because we got to give the Kings guards credit. They they held their own defensively, um, staying in front, you know, rotating and all that type of stuff. It, the Kings' defense was really, you know, sad on the inside. That's kind of where they lost it. So, I mean, they got D'Angelo, Reeves, Beasley, um, Schroeder. I feel like I'm leaving somebody out. Schroeder can but, sometimes
2: uh, be decent defensively.
3: Yeah. He's like in that. he's like a – Terrence Davis, Davion Mitchell, I'm going to pressure you 94 feet. If they put him on Steph, he's food. Anybody they put on Steph is food. So if, unless he's guarding somebody like Jordan or something like that, where he can actually make an impact on them, I'm not really worried about Dennis the shoulder Who defensively. Who do you think they
2: are putting on, on Steph?
3: Maybe Vanderbilt to start.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Which he's also food. But he's just so high energy, he can just kind of luck up into a few lucky plays. And if, you know, if Steph is playing with his food then we can see a few of those plays going 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 towards the Lakers but yeah I think they'll start Vando on him I think they I got a strange feeling they'll do something like put LeBron on Looney just so he can like rebound and put Draymond I mean put AD on Draymond Vando on Steph and then have Reeves and um, D'Angelo Russell just match up with uh, Wiggins and Clay. I don't know. They could get a little weird with it because we know, like, we know AD likes to park himself in the paint when he's playing the Warriors and let Draymond just have all that space. But uh, Steve just got to get um, creative with that. So I think it should be a good series. But just like against the Kings, if the Warriors take care of business, don't turn it over, equal possessions or more, they should win this series in about five or six games.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean like the Lakers their home court advantage is is pretty good. Um so like to me, I mean I, I'm not, I'm not in the mood for no uh, the seven game series. So I feel like y'all just got to do it in five. Um and it's interesting cuz people were just expecting this epic epic series and I'm like maybe the epic epic series was really just the kings. Like the Warriors may have played their hardest matchup. To start and so I don't know if that's good or bad in the sense of like bad that it's hired them out or good that like it got them sharp right like mm-hmm. they had to like get through that and kind of you know so it may help them that they went through what I think you know not that like you not to like disrespect the greatness of LeBron and 80 is a duo, or even potentially who they may play in the later rounds. But I just, I don't think there's another team that can challenge them in that way. Yeah. That's remaining. It just,
3: like you said. Right. I think there are some teams not that the, can. Not like in the same sport. way.
2: Yeah. I but mean, I, I think there's yeah. teams that can get them to six. And I, I also mm-hmm. think a lot of that is due to like the other teams having home court advantage <laughs> to be honest you know like and then d- like a team like Denver has like the altitude advantage um I, I, I don't know I mean I don't want to like overreact to game one but I ain't sold on the Suns so you may be right about the Suns not making it past the second round I mean I think I picked Denver in seven but like they handled the Suns pretty handedly.
3: Yeah, they were up 20 at one point, right?
2: Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, I don't I don't know. I don't know about that series. It's a weird series to me. So, again, I don't want to look too far ahead, but, like, they really can beat the Lakers in five. And that's what I'd like them right. to do. Right. They can. I
3: would like them to do that as well. Yeah. I'm going to predict, I mean, if we're doing the preview, I'm going to predict six, which, I mean, I predicted six. You the think they're going into...
2: You think they're going into Staples? I will not call it that new name. And they're going to win a game six on the road?
3: Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay. I
2: think they need to do it in five.
3: That would be that would be great. That would be great because I see that Denver series going seven. Um, and if the Lakers – I mean, if the Warriors can beat the Lakers in five – then Denver and Warriors will have the same amount of games on their legs going into the conference finals. So that would be ideal.
2: You think that would go seven games, Denver?
3: Yeah. I think that's going seven. I'm going to take Denver in seven, though.
2: Are you talking about the Suns?
3: Yeah, Denver thought- and the Suns. Yeah, I think that's going oh, seven. Okay,
2: I'm like, you think the, the Denver's taking the Warriors seven games? <laughs> no, no, no because <laughs> yeah when you said i'm taking yeah. denver like, oh, wait, wait, no. you're not talking about Denver. <laughs>
3: okay. oh no 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 yeah because denver won their first round series in five so if the warriors can win their second round series in five while they go to seven they'll both have 12 games under their belt before they got to the conference finals um yeah and we'll talk about that if we get to that point
2: if we get there yeah and I think that that might balance out like the little rest time and stuff you know it was interesting the Suns went to Denver early to try to adjust to the altitude I don't know if it helped them that much but (laughs) um so I don't know if that's something the Warriors would do if they like end early but I, I think it's really really imperative you know I'm sure LeBron's telling them like look don't get fooled by the wins we had during the season. This team is mm-hmm. not like the Grizzlies. You know, I'm sure he's telling them everything, but it's like, you can say all that stuff and, you know, prepare. And then, like, when you finally go through it, you're like, shit. You know, it's it's just not yep. what you think it is. And, like, honestly, the Lakers haven't had to really face a good team since they've been the new Lakers. You know, they played some, like, fake teams and teams that were not that good and teams i mean the jazz were still giving them a difficult time to win games you know so Mm -hmm. um and also i mean at least from what i saw they did go into memphis and they stole a game but you know they also for the most part just played great at home and not so great in memphis you know so they're capable of winning on the road for sure but i just i'm not as saw, impressed with, i'm not as impressed with what they did to the grizzlies as like others are because it's like the grizzlies were missing players they're also not that good of a team and we know that
3: right i mean the Grizz, like you just said the grizzlies no no um brandon clark who was huge for them off the bench scoring mm-hmm. and his physicality his rebounding steven adams obviously um offensive rebounding screen setting passing all the things that he does well jaw was compromised did he, he miss the game in the series right
2: he did but the grizzlies won that game
3: okay yeah the grizzlies did win that game but he was compromised for a, a portion of the series luke Kennard, who was huge for them in their game five win just shoulders he didn't play the last game, game. i forgot
2: he was out in that last game too
3: exactly so i mean they
2: probably would have still lost but par- also part of the reason why it was such a blowout
3: Right. Dylan Burks completely shit his pants. Um, He's not good. So, (laughs) I mean, like you got Xavier Tillman trying to play one-on-one defense against LeBron James in high leverage situations. Like, okay, this is a good win for the Lakers, but you're going to have to prove it to me. I just, like you said, I haven't seen them consistently dominate good teams or play well against good teams since the trade deadline. So... If They're real, they're gonna prove it now, but I just got I haven't seen it yet. And Anthony like
2: Davis it. hasn't been able to put in consistent, like dominant games
3: for sure. And we know how Draymond Green plays him. Um, and now it's gonna be a played really where well.
2: every other night. they they not, you know, they gonna have they're gonna be rested for this first game, but then after that, it's every other night, right? And to be honest, and I don't know if people are gonna say, well, Braun was saving himself because one of the big things of this last series was like he can rely on his others but you're not gonna be able to rely on the others as much you know I don't think in this series so it's just like Mm -hmm. can you summon LeBron you know every other night you he couldn't do that during the season he could like I just don't know if that's there I know he can summon it like once every two or three games
3: right I mean, even A like you say, even A D, like I'm just looking at their game logs right now. Like in this series, A D twenty two points and then thirteen. And then thirty-one and then twelve. And then thirty-one and then sixteen.
2: Yeah, they were long... Right.
3: I just think it's a completely it's a health and that's thing. That's
2: the Grizzlies.
3: Right. It's a it's a health thing, it's a age thing. I'm I just don't know with LeBron and AD, how many good games they can put together consecutively in a series against a good team locked in with the championship pedigree that the Warriors have and, you know, the amount of tape they have against AD and LeBron in the playoffs, Uh, I just, I got to see it. I got to see it. And if the Warriors lose to D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves (laughs) while containing LeBron and AD, then, then they, I mean, it's like, all right, then do you tip your hat. But I just but I can't even see those that.
2: guys, they weren't having an impact in every game, too. They were they did what role players they did. did. They were better at home.
3: <laughs> right. I'm saying, yeah, the 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 unlikely scenario of them getting cooked by series and D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, hey, tip your hat to that. But I I truly believe AD and LeBron have to be dominant for this entire series for them to beat the Warriors four times without home court advantage. And I just got to see that they're capable of doing that at this point in their careers because I'm skeptical of it.
2: So your official pick is Dubs
3: and Six? Yeah, only because I'm giving grace to them. I really want to say five because it got home court advantage. Like, you win all your home games and still one on the road. But those two guys are capable of elevating themselves to a level where they can definitely win more than just one game in a series. So I'm going to just say Warriors and Six. So
2: do you think – if you're saying in Six, are you thinking they're both, like, the Warriors are splitting – and then they go to LA and split, or do you think both teams just win their home games for the first four?
3: I don't know how it's going to go. I think the more likely scenario is the second one, though. No, I think actually because because they, they don't got that rest that rest uh, that the Lakers got. I think is they can split the first, you know, split and chase split in Staples or Crypto, and then the Warriors win the next two, but it's also a good chance they win in five games. I don't know. I don't know. We just going to have to see.
2: Well, I'm just going to continue. I don't care. Last year I was perfect this year. I don't care if I'm not, but I'm going to still go Warriors in five. I really do think starting All on right. the home, the difference in the series. I do. I do. I, you. I do. I really, I really do believe that. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm Warriors and five. That's what I'm going with. Um, and I'm unlike the Kings, who I actually, I think, like, I, I, I like. I always said this, but people, it doesn't matter. Once they hear five, they think you don't respect the team. But I always said I thought the the, the Kings were just gonna be a tough series. You know, it's just like even before the Kings are what they are now, they always played the Warriors tough. Like the games were always close. It's just, it was always something about that team. And so when you add to it, like Mike Brown being the coach and, you know, they're just like, I just, I just, you know, I thought it was going to be challenging, even if it was like a a five game series. So, um, you know, so, but I did think like their inexperience would show through a little more than it did. And it, and it just did not. That's really what I was banking on. But I, you know, I, I waffled back and forth between five and six. I don't think it should have gone to seven games. I thought that series should have ended in six, you know. But yeah, I mean, I I, I know that sounds crazy, but I kind of had a little bit more belief in what the Kings can do than I do the Lakers. <laughs> I I feel you it's just the Lakers I get it they have the 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 names but it's just like I don't know it's it's very similar to the way I felt about Steph back in like 2013 I'm like people don't this team is coming people don't see you know what I'm saying like I don't you know I know the Lakers are all high they their fans and they think you know they're like oh yeah you know like we have a new team and we're super I, I don't think the Lakers are that good
3: Right. I also think the Warriors are a bad matchup for the Lakers. I think the Lakers are a better matchup for the Warriors than the Kings are. And I think that's going to make a difference. So it's just like yeah. the Lakers' best players are, you know, established super-duper stars. Whereas the Kings' best player is De'Aaron Fox, who's on the up-and-coming. And Malik right. Monk was their second most, you know. So you look at LeBron AD, you say, okay, they're clearly above De'Aaron Fox and Monk. But other than that, everything screams King's tougher matchup than the Lakers, right? That's literally the only difference, the only way people are saying, ah, the Lakers could beat the Warriors is because they have LeBron and AD. Outside of that, the way they play, the rest of the players on their team, the coaching, the inexperience, the fact that they are a lower seed, all this stuff is pointing to advantage Warriors. But people are kind of hesitant because it's LeBron and AD.
2: Right. And because and the you
3: Warriors give LeBron,
2: I ain't even worried about AD, but you give LeBron that respect. Because he's LeBron.
3: Right. And because the Warriors quote unquote struggle to get out of that first round series against the Kings. So it looks like the Warriors are And the road in record. In the yeah. In that. Right.
2: <laughs> well, listen, listen. LeBron knows. He like he knows. And I know he's going to do everything in his power to make sure that they know and don't go and sleep in sleeping.
3: Right. But he can't play for them.
2: No. <laughs> he can't, and he can't put the, his
3: brain in D'Angelo Russell body.
2: The thing about it is, though, the players all know. That's why I always laugh when people say, like, don't, you know, no one fears the Warriors. They don't care. Bro, the Celtics, like I said, during the regular season, that game at home, they played Tatum almost the entire game. Mm-hmm. Yep. dude come off even injury, in the finals. come back and play against the warriors
3: even in the finals them boys were shook like Jalen brown started off that season i mean started off that series not shook he was going at draymond and he was spirit spearheading the the runs for them and all that type of stuff four five and six or well, after game four specific specifically when, they, they when, they, when it became clear, yeah, when it became clear that this dude was on another planet from them, then it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so it's, it's, I thought it's it was inevitable. so
2: funny when Tatum in his post game was like, We're, we're trying <laughs> to stop him, <laughs> he's right. like, guys, we're really trying, <laughs>
3: helpless, <laughs> completely I, I, I helpless. I
2: love him and I love Fox because, like. They don't like you know, some of the other teams you we play like and I'm I get it. Like you don't have to be like all deferential and you know, praising the Warriors and stuff, but they just they don't act like dickheads about it, you know, like
3: Right, like Dylan Brooks and shit.
2: Yeah, like Fox in his post game was like, I know there's still another level for me to get to and that we need to get to as a team. You know, he's like, Steph is one of the greatest of all time, <laughs> you know, and just, you know, like understanding that, like, he has to still get to another level of a player. Like, he understands that he's not in that top echelon yet. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just I just think that's such great perspective, you know, Um that that's mm-hmm. why I just feel like he has it. He has the right mindset. He gets it. It's it's not just skill and ability, but it's just he just has the quality to me. It's there.
3: Definitely. I mean, since game one, after game one, he immediately said, look, Steph's probably the best player in the world. Monk agreed with him. Then after game two or so, he said Draymond's the best defensive anchor in the in the league. Like he understands, like there, there isn't no power like tug of power dynamic with him where he's trying to do this weird stuff downplaying his competition he understands how good his competition is and he's trying to elevate himself to get up there he got yeah. the competitive fire you can see that passion coming out when he's arguing with reps and getting into it with draymond and stuff like that and he got the game to back it up he got all the counters he can hit the midi get to the rim hit the three he plays defense like up is to the three definitely yeah right I Dre, I mean, he didn't Dre, have a great like, game
2: but... him too in the post game. And you know, Dre, he don't respect everyone. And he was just like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, he's one of them ones. You know, it's like you you know it when you see it and you recognize yep. it, right? And like so, people just thought we were hating on the grizzlies and jots like these dudes ain't ready, yo. Right. They think they can shortcut yeah. it and shortchange it, and and nah.
3: You don't hear none of that oh, weird dynasty stuff coming from the Kings and trying to jump the gun. I don't respect people till they give me forty. Like, bro, that type of stuff is so corny. It's weak. It's clearly um, insecurity trying to come through. And then when you when it's your time to show up on the court, you fold like a lawn chair, right?
2: And like, I wouldn't even mind if you said that kind of stuff, but then, like you said, you fold like a lawn chair. You don't back it up. You know what I'm saying? Cause I remember, I remember when the Warriors lost to the Clippers um in that game seven. And Draymond, like he had made a comment, like, who are the Clippers? Like, they ain't beat no one. They ain't done nothing. People like, well, Dre, they beat y'all. But like, they didn't respect it because they know they could have won that game. They like to me when you're going to game sevens, and I know because this seems like we're backtracking off of like, or I'm backtracking off of what I just said about the Kings. But like when you go to a game seven with a team, usually that means the teams are pretty evenly matched. You know what I'm saying? Like there's not no, you know, in that game, that game seven, like there was an injury and like, it's still, it was like a single possession. Like it was a few points. Like it wasn't like this massive, you know? And so, and I I remember in the, their first run to the championship, I just always remember AD saying how like Dre was like, Oh, this, y'all practice for us. (laughs) first round and stuff them. but I mean come on they just knew like they had won 67 games they were just a superior team to the to the Pelicans mm-hmm. but like but he what Dre wasn't yet going out and publicly saying those things it was like the trash talk they were doing right? you know behind the scenes but he also backed it up it's like Brooks like you don't have the game to back this up but you talking you know what I'm saying and Ja you like you know, like, and look, I get it. You should be fearless. You're whatever. But like, you know, you 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 talking about Steph can't win without Katie. You don't even know how to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like you're just being wild disrespectful. And it's just like, yeah, y'all continue to disrespect legends and stuff like that. You better back it up. And they couldn't, you know? Yep. They couldn't. Ja, you haven't even elevated your game to where it needs to be to be doing that. And so it's just like, look, they, they had some, some rough lessons this year. And apparently he said, you know, I don't like the word humble. So I don't know if that's exactly what he said, but um, I thought I saw that was the quote, but like that they're going to be, he's going to be a little bit more humble and like kind of tone down the stuff they're saying. And he feels like if he does it, then the rest of the team will follow. Of course they will. Right. right. I mean, he was part of leading the charge for it. That's why I said when everyone was killing Dylan, I'm like, but Dylan's doing that because it was enabled by like Ja, right? And he was doing it. That's why, you know, if Ja would have shut that down from the beginning as their leader, them other guys wouldn't have been chirping like that.
3: Yep, exactly. I mean, they took on they took on his persona.
2: Yeah. So you know, I, I have great respect for the Kings. I, I really do, and I I think they're up and coming. And so, you know, again, because I know people think I'm just a LeBron hater and blah, 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 blah. But I just, I don't know. Like, I I just, I don't know this. And look, I could be wrong because, look, I, I totally misread the Kings in terms of, like, how far they could push it. I mean, you sort of, I mean, you still thought the Kings were a fine matchup and that they should win. But you did say this earlier. I want to say it was, like, mid-year when Wiggins was out and like why you had sort of preferred the Grizzlies, because you're just like, you know, we don't know what Andrew's going to look like when he's coming back and having like deal with Fox and that team plays fast and they can like go on scoring. You know, you pointed out a lot of this stuff, you know, but I was just still like, oh, I don't want them to have to travel. And the Grizzlies hurt people. And, you know, yeah. uh, and, my, and my those are fair points. Huh?
3: No, so those are valid points.
2: Yeah, it was just like, it, it just, it, it. but it wasn't necessarily like the basketball on the court. It was sort of like those external factors Well, I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, plus I did think they would like the Warriors would have more like fans there. Like, I just thought there were some things and, and credit to their fan base. I mean, I think in game five, it was, they said that there were more Warriors fans in the building, like a lot more but credit to their fan base. I mean, Kenny came on here and he told us. He said, "Nah, that's not going to happen." And you know, they held their team down and just a lot of things, you know, their their defense, they played better defense, you know. Monk showed he is like probably their second best player. <laughs> You know, or at a minimum, their second most important player. You know, if you want to think of him as like a Draymond type of thing, you know. But he embarrassed our bench. You know what I'm saying? Like.
3: He did. He did. I mean. I think said that, was that his... he
2: had the better bench. And it you couldn't tell from that series.
3: Not at all. <laughs> Could not tell it. I mean, they, they pretty much neutralized Jordan that series if he didn't neutralize himself um jonathan had a very short leash and i think them not going all in on game one and playing stuff those minutes and stuff like that kind of it sealed the, uh, jonathan's fate because from that point on it became every game is a must win so right. you can't afford to to play jonathan out there but yeah two of our more important bench pieces got completely taken out dante was another one that got completely taken out yeah yeah. and then
2: gary payton was ill and then whatever and it took forever for Kerr to like play him so you know i mean i the surprise and i guess the great thing in all that is moody Mm -hmm. but you know like i mean there there were definitely things that kenny came on here and told us and he was right about and there were things that we were right about and i think both sides learned that about each other you know so yeah. it's very possible that I'm underestimating the Lakers. But I just, I don't know. They don't move me. And so that was a long roundabout way to say, yeah, I'm going to go Warriors in five.
3: I'm not disputing it. I'm not disputing Ultimately, it. I
2: think the Warriors win the series, barring injury. I feel like nowadays you got to say that because people are like, oh, 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 like, Bro, like all of these things are always assuming you can make it through without the injuries, you know. So mm-hmm. um, barring injuries, I think, you know, the Warriors um, will win. And I think this is good. I mean, they, they got a tough match about the way. Hopefully that helped them get their mental focus up. You know, I don't know. Steph went in tonight clear with the task at hand and what he needed to do. But at the end of the day, I still don't think anyone wants to and finds it ideal to be in a game seven win or go home situation. So hopefully, being pushed like that in the first round, you know, mm-hmm. I, and I just think with LeBron being on the other end, I'm hoping that will just make them take it more seriously.
3: And that was another reason why I wanted them to see Memphis in the first round because you know they were going to take that team seriously because they got the history with them. And what I was, kind of expecting was them to not take the Kings as seriously. And that's what happened. And it went longer than it should have because they didn't take the Kings seriously. And the Kings were too good to not be taken seriously. Uh, But you see a LeBron and Anthony Davis on the other end. I know they're going to be on their P's and Q's and yeah. So we should get a locked in team from them uh, from the jump.
2: Hope so, and our youngins, y'all better muster some energy. Role players, everybody, y'all, y'all owe staff, y'all owe him again. <laughs> yeah. So don't let they, him they have to get fired out.
3: Yeah, they they owe, they they need to bring that loony energy for the entire series. Dante, JP, Moody, JK, Gary, they got to be like, like how Trey Lyles and Terrence Davis, all those dudes, just in, Davion Mitchell, just in the game, just to bring energy. That's how they got to be because the Lakers don't want to play that type of style. They don't want to play fast.
2: No. They, they say it, it better than you, pull. Go, go. I want you to cross them up a few times. You know what I'm saying? We need, <laughs> cross we them need up JP a few times go get yours.
3: Yep. We need JP to come through. He got to get into that midi because AD is waiting for him at the rim. So we need those mid-range pull-ups. He hit a few good jumpers today. Right when he, he settles in, and they said it, they said it on broadcast. When he settles in and takes a good shot with his feet set, he's a good shooter. But when he takes those fallaways, like he's Steph and Clay,
2: always no, That's
3: not, I mean, no bueno.
2: I just feel like they got to take the decision making power away from him in this series. Like maybe not in this series, but like to me, that was the difference. Cause like when Steph was setting him up and creating for him. <laughs> and he just he was yeah. much better you know and he did have a couple of shots because like when you like that that drive to the rim where you had no shot and you went up against three guys that's why that resulted in what happened but then there was like another play you came back you got like you said you, he got his feet set took a shot and it went in It's just like jordan like we know you can shoot the ball you know what i'm saying but like you got to be smarter about the shots you're taking and i like <sighs> That's really what it is. And I I just feel when he's left up to his own. I have to make the decisions I got to create. Am I creating for myself or I'm creating for others? It just. Right now feels like it's too much for him. It feels like it's too much. Yeah. So if if they if they take that away. You know, that's why I was just like, I mean, he's not always going to be on the court with Steph. But if you have him in lineups where others can like set him up or or take some of that off of him so it's not always him you know um i think you can get a more effective jordan maybe get some of his confidence back
3: i agree i agree so this this should be a series where he can he can kind of do that they are a good defensive team and they got size but it's just going to be a different look than the kings um
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: So maybe this is the look that fits his game a little bit better.
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely the middies. You know, he is probably going to shoot more outside shots just because, like, there is an actual true rim protector. (laughs) Right. waiting for him at the rim, and he already sometimes tries to avoid contact. so um you know, but we'll see. we'll see. So it should be fun. It's gonna be epic and toxic on the timeline. Another reason <laughs> why I want it to be a short series, just please let's right. get it over.
3: yeah, I got so many of those people from that side blocked and muted already even before this series. The season even started, so I'm not going to see a lot of it on my timeline, but I know it's going to be hectic
2: out there. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Well, Justin, I'm going to still go bask in this win. Like, I'm just still, like, I'm on a, like, real mental high. I don't know what I missed in the last hour, but when we went up 3-2 it was like three, four in the morning. And I was like, y'all still up? And people were like, yeah, <laughs> people were still watching highlights. So I know they still going right now. Ain't no other games right. on. So I know, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go enjoy it with everyone and continue to watch Steph highlights and, you know, just... I'm wearing a night night shirt. I guess he's not doing night night anymore. He's moved on from that, but it's still night night. Did you
3: see? Did you see the, the Warriors fan in the crowd? Yeah. Like Steph had just hit that shot and the, the Warriors fan did this, and Steph kind of like nodded at him.
2: Oh word like it's nodding. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's a yeah. I didn't even realize like the beam. Because like ESPN put up a video It was like Steph said like the beam, but I didn't did he actually say that, or are they just saying he said that?
3: They slowed it down. You can see it saying like the he either said like the beam or like that motherfucker or something like that. But you can see he said <laughs> like that. He's a psycho. Okay. He's a psycho. all that like Kobe, MJ stuff that people talk about trash talk and stuff he right there with them with that.
2: And the way he was smiling too with the free throws, he looks so psychotic with the thing hanging out oh <laughs> And doing the electric slide before the game. Oh my god this man has dumb nation like melting down frantic and he's just like right. candy. And, like literally got- that's what they're playing he's out there doing electric sign like what the yeah. fuck
3: yeah <laughs> he had the script he had the script ahead of time
2: oh, son so the ticket master because did you see that
3: oh yeah I did see that <laughs> game one they knew.
2: master <laughs> Crazy. it was Crazy. the series everybody wanted so we here now
3: finally got it finally got it Let's we here
2: it. now y'all thanks for tuning in with us this is uh i hope because people were like what time's the pod what time's it dropping so um we done i hope it meets expectations um yeah you know, but it's been fun. It's been real. Uh, Just, just tremendous, just tremendous, just, just a tremendous night. Just again, like I said, I'm so honored (laughs) and blessed to like just be a fan of this team and, and to witness the greatness. Witnessing greatness in real time when it happens there will never be anything like it because... Nothing close. Just seeing how everyone's reacting and being just right immersed in it. I mean there's just nothing else like it.
3: What did Katie say when Dane was going crazy? It's like this is a spiritual experience. Remember when Dane was going crazy against the Nuggets and KD tweeted that? That's that's really how when you witness stuff like this happen in real time, it's crazy. It's like you said, it's nothing like it. So we we've had almost a decade straight of this stuff from these guys, and they ain't they ain't done yet. So
2: no, I mean it's just oh my goodness. So yeah, I mean, it's just tremendous win today. And dub nation enjoy it. Like I get that we're like. I set on eye on the prize and the prize is the chip but enjoy the journey too you know like we get another opportunity we're going to the second round like it don't matter what no one said that that king's team pushed them they challenged them and that was tough and they got out of oh, it man. we celebrate that <laughs> we get excited about that and that's okay we know that's not like the the goal the only goal We know like all right we got through the first one but that was that was some impressive legendary stuff that we just witnessed for sure and we we don't have to hear any more about Steph not having playoff moments because my god
3: (laughs) oh just listen listen to this tweet I just I just saw some crazy playoff stats Steph most points scored in a game seven most points scored in an overtime in the playoffs most points scored in a four game sweep most fourth quarter points ever in a series and tie for the most points ever in a fourth quarter in the finals moments man that's then that's, that's not even half i got you that's not even half of the stuff that he's accomplished in the playoffs
2: right and a lot of that stuff gets overlooked for different reasons but like these kinds of performances are no longer overlooked right like this his game for last year where you can just like point out something because we would always be like no what about when he did this and we and people are just you know but he always had Mm -hmm. them
3: yep years and years of tape man keep adding to the list just keep adding to the list all you're doing we're gonna get a few more in this next series too that we're gonna be talking about for years
2: word word all right y'all don't forget don't forget To follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Golden Spaces Pod. Download, leave us a positive review, (laughs) give us a five star rating. (laughs) Make sure you share, tell a friend. We appreciate your support.
3: (laughs) Don't be, and look, and don't be leaving no reviews about my voice monotone. And all this type of stuff. Come on, man. We're talking basketball. Yeah, somebody was on Apple, like, his voice is putting me to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, all right, man. That's crazy, (laughs) yo. That's really crazy. Are you serious?
2: Now, y'all know, y'all heard the instructions. It's leave a positive review.
3: (laughs) Gotta be a Twitter hater. It gotta be somebody on Twitter that's just not feeling us. It's cool, though.
2: No, know someone said that shame on you guys. <laughs> if you don't have anything nice to say, then you don't say it. You say it in your head. Don't say oh, it. The instructions yeah, tweet are me. A positive and favorable review. Y'all right. come from me. Y'all can't be coming for Justin, okay?
3: Right. At least tweet me. Do it, do it that way. Don't put it on the review, tweet it at me or DM me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I hope he was not monotone tonight, because Justin's been amped and hyped lately, so y'all bugging. Well,
3: come on, man. That's why we got to do a live watch, so they can see the real, <laughs> the real reactions.
2: Western Conference Finals, we do a live watch. How about that? Okay. I mean, I want to say I'll championship. I want to say finals, but it's like... That too, we should probably do something before then. I mean, we could still do it then, but I don't know if like if this Lakers series gets sort of you know, we'll see. But we let's, let's definitely do a while, a, a live watch for the playoffs. So we do that because I too want to see Justin in his element.
3: In my element, I got y'all. I want to
2: see it. I want to see it. I did do the sign off already, but give us a vibe check before we go, Justin.
3: Oh, we had a 10 now. And then Tuesday, we back at, what's the reset? Seven. Seven. <laughs> seven and a half. Yeah. So on Tuesday, That's we fine. a seven and a half. Right now, we at 10. We just advanced. Got to be a 10. All right. Got to cool. be a 10.
2: Cool. All right. Until next time, y'all. Take care.